innocent. What up? What up, Sky? How you been, buddy? Oh, I've been good, man. How you doing? All right, all right. All right. Well, everybody, just like you thought, we're back. I'm Scott. I'm Sam. This is Nerd Cyclopedia entry for the letter I. I. As in, as in I am talking right now. As in it is yes. Nerd Cyclopedia. <laughs> 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 yeah, so uh, exciting, uh, exciting day today. Mm -hmm. A lot of really good, uh, a lot of really good uh, topics to talk about on the uh, on the old nerd encyclopedia. Yes, sir. Before we get started, though, I want to remind everyone: give us a follow on Twitter at Nerd Cyclopedia. You're probably looking at it right now. That's how it's spelled. And you can always send us some email at uh, Nerd Cyclopedia Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to go to our website at www.nerdcyclopedia.com. Get all our latest articles, fanfic, and, you know, just some of our opinions on our different things in nerd culture. That's right, because our opinions are better than yours, because we have a website. Yep. Hashtag hate Sam. <laughs> Hashtag hate Scott. Go ahead. <laughs> yes, with that. Uh, also remember, if you're listening to us on iTunes... Review us, please. As many uh, reviews is helpful. It goes to rankings, gets more people, uh, get eyeballs on the show. It's really helpful. So we really appreciate everyone that's done it so far, and uh, we really look uh, forward to reading your positive feedback on this. Yep. So what we got going on this week, Scott? No, we got a lot of stuff going on today. The letter I is a vowel that is not as bad as the letter E. Oh, <laughs> so man. If I were ranking it, it was easier to find some stuff for I than E. Okay. For sure. So do you want to, without further ado, because hey, it's all the housekeeping, right? Not too much. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go ahead and give us the effect letter and we can get started? I, <laughs> I don't even know how I'm going to affect that. I don't know either. But... I... <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> all right. All right. So uh, a lot of great stuff to start with. Uh, we can start actually with it, since you brought it up, right? The Stephen King story about... A uh -huh. clown demon uh, luring children into a sewer and murdering them horribly. Yeah, um, I don't remember seeing it. Or oh, I, I have. It's been a while since I've seen that movie, so you get you got to refresh me my memory on that one. Oh uh, well, the, it is an entity that feeds on the life force of other, uh, you know, uh, beings, mostly children. And it goes around and... Uh, oh, that was that clown. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> Tim Curry was the clown. Yeah, it gave many people a clownophobia. It's not what it's called. Clownophobia. clownophobia? Yeah, something like that. I don't well, know. Fear of clowns. I'm calling it clownophobia because I think that works. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's really all that matters, I think. The clownophobia is real, and you know there are real victims of clownophobia. Yeah, I mean that's it's really crazy how people are actually scared of clowns, afraid afraid of being happy. I guess, right? You know, you know, I want to stop for a moment to talk about clowns. Clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Pennywise. Right. Yes, Pennywise a clown. So you know the um. Yeah, so he comes in and he uh, murders some kid, and they have to fight him as adults, like 30 years later. And uh, Tim Curry played the clown, and that is a there's a lot of really frightening images that you can Google that uh, definitely haunt my nightmares <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I'm mean, not clownophobia, but that's a scary show. I mean, the way they depicted the clown and everything, I mean, it would leave you having nightmares, especially if you're a kid watching it. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. You will grow up with a fear. Of <laughs> after watching it oh man and back when that came out that was like at the real height of when the stephen king the stephen king movies were you know um all the rage and everything miniseries and stuff on, uh, on network tv yeah so um yeah i mean that that was a, um it was pretty decent and everything um you know really really scary um especially if you're growing up watching in, in, in the late 80s early 90s watching stuff like that on network tv it, it's sort of um with, with it being an actual movie and then breaking into commercial break and everything just destroys like the whole momentum of it and stuff but uh, i guess with the commercial breaks you got the anticipation of um, being scared coming back yeah I'm, i remember my parents didn't um wasn't really trying to let me watch that type of stuff but i uh, i, I when it came out, but I got to watch it like, you know, a few years later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, when I came out, I think I was like six. So mm -hmm. I don't I don't think I was ever allowed to watch. I think if I tried to put it on right now, my mom would ground me. You know? Probably. Probably. Come out the woodwork. Like, are you watching it? Get out of here. Oh, I'll be like, I'm a grown man, mother. <laughs> Is that how you would say it, too? Yeah. <laughs> what? All right. This is my home. I can watch whatever I want. That sailor suit doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> All right, so that's it. Pretty, that's pretty, cool. pretty, um, pretty scary movie right there. Pretty straightforward uh, horror uh, horror story, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, demonic entity coming coming for uh, coming for blood. P paved the way for scary clowns. Yeah, well, don't forget John Wayne Gacy was way before it, right? <laughs> yeah. He, came, he technically came out first. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, all right. So John, he did beat, so the real, uh, the really terrifying reality murder clown uh, did beat the, the, the also terrifying fictional murder clown to market. Okay. So it is important to note that, right? Right. So maybe, so it's hard to say, maybe the trope originated with the guy that actually was just murdering people. I don't know. It feels like, uh, it doesn't matter. Clowns are scary and I don't like them. <laughs> Apparently not a lot of other people do either, you know. No. I'm just, uh, I'm going to tour from town to town. I'm going <laughs> to wear baggy pants. You can't tell them I have any weapons on me. And I got a, I got all the makeup and a red. No, you don't know who these people are. They could be anyone. Anyone in anyone. disguise. Anyone, you know. You never know who's going to be completely normal, and then all of a sudden, they're a clown suddenly, right? <laughs> Just a clown suddenly. Yeah, suddenly a clown. I mean, they say it takes years of schooling, but I don't even know if that's true. I think you just got to get a red nose, and that's it. Probably. All right, so let's move on here. Let's get to, let's get into some comic book stuff here. All right, we can hit some comics up. All right. This is, what do we have an eye in comic? Oh, Iceman. Iceman, the original X-Men. The original X-Men. Now, yes. when he first came out, um, you know, I, I knew Iceman from Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That's where I was um, familiar with Iceman from. I didn't even really know he was an X-Men until I started really getting into comics. I was always in the Spider-Man comics back then and everything, but I wasn't in the X-Men so much. And I think when um, Spider-Man and Amazing Friends came out, he was a... Uh, um, he wasn't an X Men anymore. That by that by that time it was like Wolverine, Storm, like the new X Men and everything. Iceman was he was sort of like just not part of the X Men. But seeing his first appearance, he looked more like a snowman. <laughs> yeah, they changed it, and um, yeah, they changed it into what he looks like now, just like a bunch of ice cubes in a in the shape of a Iceman. More more, more sleek ice. looking. It's me, Scott, from Nerdcyclopedia. I'm here to talk to you about coolers. Coolers, they're things you can put beers into. And then, what else can you put in there? You can put ice in there. Hey, it's me, Scott, from Nerdcyclopedia, here to talk to you about Niebergall Ice Company. And what better a thing to use as a cooler than a Niebergall brand cardboard box with a garbage bag in it? That's right. All real men use cardboard boxes with garbage bags in them as coolers. So get yours today. Oh, well, uh, we're going to get into comics. Oh, we got the Invincible Iron Man. All right, so we got Iron the man. Invincible Iron Man. Yeah, that's his thing, right? Is mm -hmm. that the name of the comic? I want to say it is. Right? Yeah, yeah. So Iron Man, you know, everyone knows who Iron Man is. Uh, one of those, you know, kind of a hero of his times, you know, uh, came out during the Vietnam War and, you know, uh, really kind of self-made hero, right? One of those, uh, he's almost, he's got the Batman type hero, right? He's that type of hero because he's all about tech and he's all about things of creation. Right. Which is really cool. So, you know, uh, Iron Man's pretty sweet. Tony Stark, everyone knows, everyone knows this stuff, obviously. Well, I, I, I would say that um, now they do. At first, before the Iron Man movie came back out, I mean, came out in 2008, mm -hmm. a lot of people wasn't really familiar with, you know, Iron Man, except for, like, you know, hardcore comic book fans and everything. But he historically hasn't been a super popular character, you know, besides, you know, the uniqueness of his costume and, you know, um, even his name to a degree. He's, he hasn't really been a real popular character like that. He had a, you know, cartoon... Um, 
you know, TV show and everything, animated show that was, you know, fairly, but he wasn't up on the upper, you know, echelons of characters such as like Spider-Man and Incredible Hulk and, you know, but, um, Iron Man, he, he got really popular when, when the movie came out, when the big Marvel movie came out and Robert Downey Jr. started playing him. Um, and then, you know, he, and he just blew up from there. Now everyone knows Iron Man. Yep. Everyone knows Iron Man. Iron Man is pretty awesome. Yeah, he is. So, so in, in, the, in the comic story, he's in Vietnam, right? Yeah. And then uh, he gets hit with uh, whatever. And he has to use the battery and then uses the power of the suit. It's actually really, from then on, other than it being, I guess, Afghanistan or whatever, it's actually really similar to how they, how they did it in the movie. They actually did a pretty faithful adaptation of the origin, to be honest with you. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, he just keeps it proving the thing and... Gets hooks up with Captain America and and fights Captain America. Is that is that how um his origins were? Like he um he ran up against Captain America. I think because like the Avengers won, right? Mm-hmm. Right, Avengers won. That's when they that's when they actually thaw Captain America out. Right. So so Avengers won. It's like you know, uh, or maybe it's not because the Avengers are like. Hank Pym and Iron Man and Hulk and Thor, they right. fought Loki and stuff, and then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they, then later on they thought out Captain America because they realized, you know, uh, they could make some cash on a, you know, the outdated hero from World War Two, right? Right. So you know, but that wasn't but, until but, like around issue four, the Avengers. I mean, he was there right from the start of, um, you know, uh, the first Avengers. Is, I mean, I'm sorry, the yeah, the first Avengers issue and um that that Lee and Kirby introduced well included Iron Man in that as far as the the one of the founding members. Right. I think Right. I think Hulk left before Captain America came on, I wanna say. Um but as far as Iron Man's concerned, then yeah, he was one of the founding members of the Avengers. Mm-hmm. And he's forever making um, <laughs> Mark costumes. <laughs> I mean, Mark. <laughs> that's what he likes to do. It's that's, that's what he does. He 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 it's makes a, a version and destroys it. Gets damaged, whatever for whatever reason. Keeps tinkering and you know improving <laughs> it. Um, and that's just. And I like that aspect about Iron Man because it's so it's not like he has just one costume uh, or one suit that he uses. You know, he's always developing. And well, at least that's how they portray it. They portray it in the books like that, but they really portray it well in the movies about the different Mark costumes that he has, or um, right. I should say, uh, armors, 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 armor suits. They're not costumes. I, he's, I, not, yeah, he's not an actor. Exactly. <laughs> this isn't a play. He's fighting. <laughs> he's not like a, a a Spider-Man where he just wears the same costume all the time. No, he wears an actual <laughs> uniform. Oh, speaking well, of. Never, the difference between a costume and armor is that the costume, mm-hmm. you know, the, in those cases, the, the powers come from the person and the costume's hiding their identity. Right. The armor is is what gives him his powers, right? Right. I mean, you could technically say it's his design, ability, and engineering acumen that give him his powers because yeah. that's what this is the suit. But right. really, it's an ex- it's like an exoskeleton. And that raises a question that's interesting that I don't know if we want to go on a digression about on whether or not Batman's bat suit is technically armor or not. There's an interesting <laughs> question. Well, Batman. Yeah, well, well, yeah, we'll get into that. But man, Batman has many suits as well. I mean, I'm writing that. I'm writing that down for the next nerdendum. There you go. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we're gonna talk about. We're gonna have that topic. That's gonna be a topic we're gonna talk about. Is bat the bat suit <laughs> armor or a costume? I got that written. So we're gonna discuss that. So tune in for the next Nerdendum special, which should be getting recorded in like three weeks, three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stay tuned, everybody. Nerdendum's coming. So yeah, Iron Man's pretty unique. Well, he's pretty similar in the, the whole Playboy Batman Tony Stark range. Um, yeah. As far as his secret identity and everything, but the twist is he actually puts on that suit of armor. He survived like a uh, a chest injury during mm. a kidnapping, you know, kidnapping, yeah. um, and makes this suit so he can survive pretty much. You know, and, it's, and he has he he's really dependent on that suit to survive. Yep. So it's definitely something that uh, you know he's uh, he's definitely, and that is that. See, that's another interesting thing about Iron Man, right? Is that he's dependent upon you know the power suit until he can make something smaller. 
So he's got to wear the thing or, or he's going to die. Right. So it's this really, you know, that's a really interesting thing about uh, about him is that if he takes the thing off, you know, he it'll kill him literally. Right. He's got, you know, that's one thing that's always been weird. Like, so if you get shot, like, the shrapnel's moving toward his heart. Like, how does that happen, right? Right. Seems like it would stop, but I, I'm not a doctor, right? <laughs> I don't do stuff like that for a living. <laughs> You're not? No. No, despite, <laughs> no, the state of Pennsylvania has made that very clear. That I'm not <laughs> Scott, a you cannot be a doctor. No matter how hard you try, you are not licensed in that field. You do not have the education. But, um... Yeah, Iron, um, Iron Man had some pretty, pretty standout um, stories back in the um, 80s and 90s. One was the where he was an alcoholic for like several issues, and yeah. he had to disregard or, or, or yeah, disregard to suit and let uh, Rhodey wear it, and he became Iron Man for a minute there. Um, if I'm incorrect on that, you guys can certain enough hashtag hate Sam for me. <laughs> but yeah, he um. You know, that, and that was one theme that they tried to put in the second Iron Man movie that, or tried to make, you know, make an attempt to do that. But since it was like a Marvel movie and, you know, Disney and everything, um, they really couldn't delve into how, how drunk, how drunk he was being a superhero. <laughs> <laughs> how, how, him, how, he, how he was like an alcoholic. I think if someone made, you know, made Hancock. You know that Will Smith movie? Mm-hmm. So I made that movie competently, but you know, I think we'd know yes. what it was like to have a drunk superhero, but uh, they, they didn't really do a good job about that. You know what I mean? Like, no. he, sure, he, like, blows up that train or something. Right. And the whole time I'm thinking, like, just pick the car up, man. Why don't you just pick up the car? Move the car. <laughs> right? You know that scene. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. seems like that sort of stuff happens a lot where Superman's, like, stopping trains and stuff. It's just like, just move the, just move the the person out of the way. Trope, trope, trope. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh, I'm so strong. I'll just stop this whole, this whole thing. No, don't do that. Yeah, but I mean, but that storyline, it was a pretty deep storyline, as far as I remember it. Um, you know, he was really dependent on alcohol. He, I mean, he was a raging alcoholic at that point in time, and you know, he couldn't. He lost all his friends, and um, he wasn't really. You know, he was head of Stark Industries and stuff, but. I mean, he was he was non-functional and stuff, and Rhodey had to really step in and you know do his work until he got himself together. So, I mean, I wish it was a way they could depict those mature stories on screen because the way superhero movies are right now, uh, you can, you could say that at this point they're beginning to be a lot of the same that's going on, you know, unfortunately. And I know it's it's a thing to make money, but. Uh, you got to sort of diverse, you know, diversify it a little bit. But um, I guess an alcoholic superhero, like you said, with it being Hancock, no one knows Hancock. <laughs> right. You know, so you can sort of get away with that. But Iron Man, you don't want to touch the toy, you know, <laughs> have your toy drinking. <laughs> you know, pretend to, pretend it gets drunk. You know, my, my toy smells funny. <laughs> what does he keep in that suit? <laughs> yeah, that that Iron Man, he's always uh being drunk. Yeah, and, and uh other people's gonna whip him. Yeah, and the other storyline that, that was a standout was the Armor Wars thing. Um that was back in the eighties where, you know, a lot of the Stark tech and everything got into like the wrong hands and you know, everybody started just making um Iron Man type armor and stuff. I barely remember the storyline, but I remember being real popular, you know, back in the um, back in the nineties and everything. Armor Wars. Hmm. So Iron Man, um, and it's it's funny how Marvel chose that as the the. Well, I guess they pretty much had no choice because they licensed all their other characters out to um to the other movie studios, their main ones. So right. having that actually be their 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 debut character for the Marvel Studios is, mm-hmm. was really interesting. Well, yeah, let's put, let's pivot a little bit then and talk about the Iron Man movie. Okay. Right? We can talk about the movie now a little mm-hmm. bit to kind of address it. I, I mean, obviously, Robert Downey Jr.'s portrayal of Iron Man is cataclysmically good. It's, it's, right. it's, it's what's perfect marriage of, of uh, character and actor. And yeah. he's, he's a guy who's actually gone through a lot of, you know, 
issues like you're talking about, obviously substance and everything has been a big deal for Robert Downey Jr. Right. Um, even when he was in uh, PCU, which is a movie that was on uh, Comedy Central all the time that I okay. Um, he also played uh, probably Chaplin, right? The movie Chaplin. He did a really good job in that movie. Oh, okay. Um, okay, I didn't know that. Biopic about Charlie Chaplin. Okay. Yeah, so um I mean that that first Iron Man movie was um it it was really good. It was one of the one of the better Marvel movies out of the 13 movies that 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 have came out for Marvel Studios. Um but I remember I remember being really excited about that movie in itself. And then the surprising came, I mean the surprise came when at the end um uh what's his name? Samuel Jackson came out as Nick Fury <laughs> right <laughs> to introduce the Avengers initiative. And when when that actually happened, I was like I, I never thought I would see anything like that in a movie. You know, well the 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 implications that that came from that little cameo appearance of um of Nick Fury that you're actually gonna end up having an Avengers movie um, mm-hmm. with different characters from different franchises all in the same movie, starting with Iron Man. Right. All the B all the B characters make an A team, right? <laughs> Quite literally, right? The Avengers. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that movie's great. It's got, you know, the dude the dude abides as the villain, right? Yeah. Jeff Bridges plays the villain and he's uh you know uh Tony Stark's mentor. After what we now know happened to his uh, to his dad, right? Right. So he right. was the guy that was in charge until like from ninety one until whatever two thousand six or whenever he said. Right. Yeah, right around two thousand eight. Really yeah. And that's a and and the whole the whole uh, gradual building of the power armors is really cool. It's weird though that he gets like so obsessed with power armor all of a sudden, right? Because mm-hmm. like it's it's a uh, it's like a means to an end. So it's a tool that he creates. But then he just keeps making them, like, you know, like it doesn't move on to something else. It just keeps making power armor. <laughs> it's like, hey, why don't we make, you know, what about a plane? Nah, 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 it's power armor. Just me. Yeah. Well, I want to help me. That's, that's, that's all he wants to do, just make armor. Armor. Or, or power armors. <laughs> or power armors. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how he made that, um, that first suit right in the cave like that? Yeah. <laughs> and it looks actually like, because it's funny... Because the sleeker, like the Iron Man costume in the movies, they obviously developed into that over time. But the first like year or two, he would, he just looked like a like a big, bulky, stupid looking sci-fi robot from like 1956. Like a trash so can. So funny. Yeah, he looked like a like a gold. Like first he was a like a, a silver trash can. A silver trash and then can. to uh, to in, <laughs> to show that he's now got you know, access to a full complement of his engineering supplies, he turned into a gold trash can. <laughs> gold that's, trash can. <laughs> that's the epitome of design, is a, being a gold trash can. <laughs> but you had to really give it to Marvel, because um, to really stick with that element of storytelling, I mean, he stuck mm-hmm. to his, and I, I think that's the thing that fans really appreciated, that he literally started out with the trash can look. Um, right. And remember when that, that, that first trailer came out, and they premiered that, and just before that, you had a lot of other superhero movies that came out, and they weren't really going that much into like their origins and really being faithful to like the source material. Right. And it was a real great appreciation when Marvel decided to do that. Start out with the um, the 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 trash can look, <laughs> and then graduate right. into the more sophisticated Iron Man armor. Right. So I want to say that like. Um that X-Men Origins actually came out the year after Iron Man. So they were being developed at the same time, uh-huh. created at the same time. Uh-huh. And that's like what you're talking about, right? So Iron Man, very faithful, you know what I mean? Very, uh, it's a good, obviously a good movie. X-Men Origins Wolverine, obviously not faithful to a lot of what, not you know what all. I mean? Like they did the whole thing with Deadpool. They had Will I Am as that teleporter who right. teleported his spine last or whatever for the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. The whole point of being a teleporter is so someone can't grab you and the dude just like grabs his spine. Like, come on guys. Come on. But, but those are developed at the same time. So you can definitely see a difference in the tone. Right. And, and it really shows you the difference between what, what Disney Marvel's doing, building something. And then what the X-Men films are doing, which is not building it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you point out a really great difference. Their appreciation as far as the source material versus just putting a movie out 
to um get you know a lot of dollars x-men name was very <laughs> the x-men name was very popular at that point so it's kind of funny how they wanted that movie to be called x-men origins versus just wolverine you know um whereas iron man they didn't have to to subtitle it or you know put anything around surrounding it they just put out iron man and hope for the best right no one knew who he was but they had to, robert downey jr as the the lead actor for it and he was just coming out of um his funk and everything mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it ended up you know, all the you know stars aligned and it ended up being like a really good it really ended up being a really good first marvel movie and now robert downey jr makes like a hundred million dollars every time they, they want to oh, put out man. they want to put out a marvel movie oh, it's a hundred million anytime i mean he was supposed to retire from the iron man <laughs> thing like several times now all of a sudden he wants to probably do another iron man so well, be looking on the lookout for iron man 4 people well here we go that's our old dump truck full of money theory i guess right? yeah 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 which i think which i want to get on a t-shirt but i don't know but, but how much money is too much money you know i mean you know what, what can you really do with all that <laughs> at this point he's just like well you know if you could use me use me you know i mean <laughs> <laughs> i like doing it just, get, just give me my money you do like money don't you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should just we should just we should get a T-shirt on the front. It should say "Dump Truck Full of Money" on the back. It should say like, "Iron Man 4 and Catwoman and there you, you know Wolverine Three and, <laughs> and all those movies. All right, so that's Iron and then Man. At the bottom, it should say it should say uh, Michael Keaton Batman Three with a line through it. <laughs> with a line through it. With a line through it. Uh, he was like, "That's not enough." No. I mean, two dump trucks, and they were like, "That's two. We don't have that many dump trucks." Like they had the money, they were just like, "We can't get it there." Yeah, yeah. Two just... trips, and that we're not paying for. <laughs> yeah, it's too expensive. All right, so that's Iron Man. That's uh, he's a core Marvel character now because of that. Um, yeah, he is. He's very popular. You know, toys sell out and everything. So he, Marvel's done a really great job developing and uh, marketing that character. Like if you went back to 2008 and you said, "What do you think?" It's more popular, Iron Man or the Hulk, right? To the Hulk, easily, without even thinking about it. But now it's not. It's Iron Man. It's number one. Like, definitely number hey, one of those guys. To even more on your point, Iron Man or Spider-Man. Spider-Man movies haven't been done, haven't done as well as, um, well, at least the last two. Haven't done as well as the recent Iron Man movies. So that says a lot in itself. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and one thing... Yeah, because Spider Man's Spider Man's a bit player in an Iron Man movie. Isn't Think that about that, because in like two thousand two, mm-hmm. remember that the Spider Man two came out and it was like enormous and crazy and huge. Right. And it was the biggest movie ever made, and, mm-hmm. and then he's been relegated because of Sony's mismanagement of that franchise to, you know, just like oh, I guess I'll just show up and, you know, I'll be in a a, a Iron Man uh, Captain America movie. Right. Not even an Avengers movie. So he's in like the he's, he's in like the prequel to the Avengers three, well, a little bit. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. That's what he got. Sony messed Spider Man up so bad that they had to relegate him to a bit player, <laughs> 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 and come crawling to Marvel to beg for them to actually um, make sure that this character actually does something so they can sell more toys. <laughs> right, know? like they have Spider is Spider Man, and they gross like two hundred million on a hundred million dollar budget. And then and the, 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 whole the thing. real Marvel puts out like the real Marvel puts out like Iron Man one and it makes a hundred million dollars in like a minute and a half. It's like insane. <laughs> the first weekend it makes a hundred million dollars. Hold on, I'm now curious what the box office was on this, so I'm gonna look it up real quick because mm-hmm. I want to see. Because now that we're talking about this being such a success, let me just. Think about it here. What were you talking about? Civil War. Just Iron Man one. Oh, just Iron Man one. Iron Man made three hundred eighteen million dollars. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Iron Man two made three twelve. Wow. Iron Man three made four oh nine. Wow. Yeah. And then Civil War, how much has it been so far? I think this is like three fifty so far. Four hundred million dollars. Woo! Hey, Marvel's on wow. roll. Wow. And Civil War was awesome, right? Yeah, like, Civil I know War we can, was so, awesome. we can save some yeah. of the updates for for the next uh, nerdendum. I'll write that down as a nerdendum uh, topic. <laughs> All right. Topic uh, number two was Civil War awesome. The answer, yes. I'll just write yes. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. All right. So what else we got? That was uh, Iron Man. Well, a cartoon that's near and dear to my heart. Okay. Inspector Gadget. Oh, man. That's right. That's right. Inspector Gadget, who was, you know, Don Adams, right? 
Which yeah. I didn't even realize until they started putting Get Smart on Nick and Knight. <laughs> but I didn't have the he's, reference. I he sounds he just Gadget. like the cartoon. Yeah, Who's this guy? Like, oh, he's just Inspector Gadget, right? I didn't realize there was a source material. Oh. <laughs> source material. <laughs> yeah, source material for Inspector Gadget is just uh, Agent 86. So Inspector Gadget, uh, for those uh, who are younger, don't know who that is. One, check out the Matthew Broderick movie. Do not, under any circumstances, check out the second one with French Stewart as Inspector Gadget. Do not watch that movie. It's harmful to you. It's harmful to me. It never should have been made. Oh, I barely remember that one. Wow. Oh, really? It was, it was direct-to-video. I just remember it being Blockbuster and being... Oh, direct-to-video. Like, wow. Disgusted by it a little bit. Mm, wow. Yeah, so another thing. I think in the movie, like, Dr. Claus Lair is like the PPG building in Pittsburgh, isn't it? Like, it's like this ridiculous... It's like kind of funny. They're like, oh, this sinister building. And I'm just like, it's just a it's just PPG place. Like, it's not a PPG oh, Okay, place. okay. I had a friend of mine and I were, were out up on uh, Mount Washington doing touristy things last weekend, and he was kept asking me about it. I just told mm-hmm. him, I was like, that's Dr. Clausler. That's where Dr. Claw lives. <laughs> it's his house. They, yeah, that's it. Did they ever show Dr. Claw's face on um, on the cartoon? They never did. They never, actually never did. It was just that arm, huh? Just the arm <laughs> and that really deep voice. <laughs> so I'm not going to try to right get now. you I'll get you, gadgets. <laughs> there you go. That sounded like you. You actually um um press play on a. We'll get Yeah, yeah. That's 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 nice. <laughs> I can only do that much of it though. That's it. There will be no repeat. Oh that. man. I'm like feeling a little hoarse now. <laughs> you know, you got to sacrifice for the things you love to do. Getting a little busy. The doctor, Doctor Claw impression. So yeah, Spectre Gadget. He had Penny and um mm. the what's it? The dog doing all this work. Yeah, the dog was really what was like. Like Spectre Gadget was completely incompetent. Mm-hmm. Except, and he always put out stupid gadgets, right? Like Go Go Gadget Pogo legs or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and he had the and he had a car. It was a van, right? Mm-hmm, right. It could turn into a police car. And mm-hmm. I always remember we'd ride around in our minivan, and I'd be like, I wish this would not be a van now. It would never happen. Always just stayed a van. With other seats that always hurt my legs. Right. It'd be really hot and had the seams. So, like, you'd try to get out of the van in, like, July. You'd, just, like, <laughs> feel, you'd feel like someone was peeling you out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know why, but, like, if you if the temperature got above 80 degrees, uh, pleather... Uh, in the 80s turned into basically duct tape. <laughs> that stuff was no fun. And, and kids today have it either, I'll tell you, because they get, you know, not, they don't get treated like, like we got treated with pleather. Did they ever go into the origins of the Inspector Gadget on the show? Uh, I want to say that they didn't, but he was a policeman. It was almost like a RoboCop thing, I think. Yeah, he was like a cyborg yeah. type, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. So, so he was like uh so he, so you know, you know for the longest time not to not to get, go back root back here but I always mm-hmm. thought it was really funny that Doctor Claw was that bomb right right like he he would like he turned him around and slapped the cuffs on him and it was a uh, uh, it was a uh, uh, you know a bomb just sitting there I always thought maybe Doctor Claw just was a bomb <laughs> I always thought that maybe that was the case um, but yeah he was uh, oh the brain is the dog's name by the way. Yeah, Penny Brain. and Brain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Brain. And Penny had that book that was actually like a, just a tablet, but it was 1983, so <laughs> they'll never make anything that cool. No, never. <laughs> no, no, they'll never be that cool. And then, uh, <laughs> and then uh, yeah, so I don't know that they ever really explained, um, they never really explained what it was all about, right? Yeah, I mean. Was, he had all these gadgets, and he's got right. all these named Penny, and maybe he's a robot, and maybe he's not a robot and maybe he's you know yeah it's uh, like a, a six-year-old kid you're not worried about where he comes from you're just like wow what is he going to turn into next what's going to gadget helicopter top of my skull <laughs> oh what's going to pop out of his legs and arms and man <laughs> who cares about um you know where he came from and how he got it you know got all that stuff and right. then his niece oh it used to just she was just funny she was just way too smart <laughs> yes, but she, she was always just. A, when you look back on it, like uh, if you ever, I watched an episode like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. If you look back on it, she's just noticing really obvious stuff. Like that guy might be a mad agent, and the guy's wearing a shirt that says "Mad" on it. Right? <laughs> and Inspector Gadget's like, you know, he's asking him. He's like, "Oh my good sir, can you tell me where?" You know, where, you know, it's like, 
<laughs> so, uh, pretty cool stuff. Yeah. I like the Spectre Gadget a lot. Um, so, you know. Uh, yeah, but Donna Adams actually did the voice. Yeah. Looks, so it's looks like it was only on for a couple seasons, too. Well, it obviously, you know, stuck, right? It had 86 episodes, so that's how those cartoons were in the 80s, you know? They were just like, we're just going to make 100 episodes of this and deal with it. Right. You know, they weren't working at, looking at renewals or anything. Yeah. Just, like, slap these out. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty much what the, like, the lifespan for a lot of those cartoons anyway. I mean, kids grow up and they get on into other things. Right. Um. <laughs> if they ever got into a situation where one of the gadgets he's already used would, like, fix the situation, he always says it's on the fritz. He's like, I got to get that fixed. Like, it won't work right. Like, the rocket, uh, the rocket, uh, uh, Roller skates, right? Right. Go-Go Gadget Rocket Roller Skates or Go-Go Gadget Rocket Skis. Rocket Skis, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, if, like he could easily use them. He's like, well, I'll have to use something else. It's not going to work. So, yeah, Inspector Gadget was cool. And then he, they did that live-action movie, uh, which was, you know, those 90s sort of uh, live-action movies are always kind of dumb. No, I, I didn't see the movie, but was Penny in that? Penny in the Brain in that, too? Uh... Well, I know that Dr. Claw was. Oh, okay. Which was like the weirdest sort of... Uh, did they ever show his face in the movie? Yeah, they did. I think he was played by like... Really? Someone kind of famous, actually. Oh, wow. Uh, it was Rupert Everett, I think. Okay. Yeah, Rupert Everett played hmm. by Dr. Claw. And, uh... uh yeah, there was, a, there was a penny. It was Michelle Trachtenberg. So I heard the spot. Oh, okay. Hmm. But remember, the chief... Uh, I remember every time that you know they give him this this message will self destruct and mm. the chief would always end up getting blown up. <laughs> oh, I always thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, had his always um, running gags and everything, you know, <laughs> for an '80s cartoon. Yep. Yep. All right, Inspector Gadget. Well, Inspector Gadget. All right. Go go, go go Gadget podcast. <laughs> um, so, all right. So we can do the Incredibles. Incredibles, the yeah. the fake Fantastic Four, or a better version of Fantastic Four. Well, I mean, yeah, so it's a lot like the Fantastic Four, right? Similar powers, right? Maybe switched around a little bit. Family, however, family however, oriented. Much better than any film version of the Fantastic Four, for sure. Much, much, much better. Much better. So, uh, yeah, you've got Mr. Incredible <coughs> and then his wife, who's like a rubber, like a Mr. Fantastic, pretty much rubber bandy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you know the fast kid, and then uh, the daughter who's basically Sue Storm, right? Yep. But the, here's the cool thing about this, right? They can totally rip off Fantastic Four because they own Fantastic Four. Like that's a Pixar movie, so Disney owns both of them, so it doesn't even matter. Well, back before it came out, Disney didn't own the, um, Marvel. So yeah, but now they do. Now they so do. Maybe, maybe that's why they did it because they were <laughs> like, "We're gonna get," you know what I mean? We're gonna get sued. <laughs> so we better just go ahead and. Uh, we better just go ahead and uh, buy it. Yeah, that was probably like, well, how like years would, into how much would the anyway. lawsuit? How much would the lawsuit cost? They told him, like, well, how much would it be to just buy all this stuff? <laughs> they were like, that's pretty similar. We probably ought to just, uh, you know, buy it. <laughs> buy this stuff. Let's just go ahead and buy In fact, let's just buy all of it. Buy the whole, right. um, um, all the superheroes from all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Syndrome, which is interesting because you've got the natural born superheroes, you know, mixing with. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the Iron Man type hero, right. so it's like Iron Man if he was insane and evil, I guess, right? <laughs> and, a, and a ginger because no one likes gingers, right? I'm a ginger, everybody. Just to like <laughs> I can make that joke. That's our word, ginger. A, a ginger. <laughs> That's our. Word. You can't say that. Sam. <laughs> a ginger. My That's my. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah. That's a little. You know, Incredibles are good. But they got Samuel L. Jackson again. Yeah. You know yeah. about his super suit. And talk a little, want to talk a little history. All right, what we got in the history? Well, there's the Spanish Inquisition. Okay. Which nobody ever expects, right? No one expects the Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> no one um, but it was designed to kind of convert the, the uh, Jews of Spain, and uh, the ones that didn't convert were expelled from Spain in 1492. Something else happened pretty important that year in Spain. I don't know if you've heard about it. Okay. Uh, but uh, anyway, so that is Inquisition. It was a lot of uh, torture. A really great scene in History of the World Part uh, Part 1. The musical scene about the Spanish Inquisition. Everyone likes that one. 
Wow, this, so they ordered the Jews and Muslims to convert or leave Spain. Wow. Yeah, they were like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> convert or get out. Now, in, in that in that vein, how do you? Ooh, wow. How do you how do you make someone else believe something, um, or he leave? You know. You threaten to murder them. Um. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that is a pretty effective way to do those things. Um. But they were. The Jews that uh, converted were the ones who were subject to the Inquisition, so it was thought that they were, um, that they were still practicing Judaism. Okay, that's who they were going after. Uh, the Jews that left, they obviously left. Okay, I think that's right, right? Hmm. Yep. So not great, <laughs> not a great thing as a pogrom, just like uh, you know many other terrible acts. Um, we can also talk about uh, the Inca. Another really man. This is a downer. I don't even know if we want to go into this sort of stuff. The Inca, Inca were was, uh, the, you talking about the Inca Empire? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. They had they were conquered by the Spanish like a crazy small number of them too. Uh huh. It was like uh, um two hundred four hundred five hundred of Spanish like basically just kind of yeah it's a it's one hundred sixty eight Spanish one cannon twenty seven horses and that's it. Oh wow. So. Somehow they won. Like, I don't even, I don't even understand. Like I've I've seen like like it's an interesting, it's a crazy story, you know, uh-huh. where they and they were really helped by disease and the Incas themselves were fighting like a civil war about stuff. Um, Hold on, you said they were held by disease. Helped. Helped by disease. Okay. Yeah. So they, the pox followed them everywhere, you know, and it oh, basically wow. wiped out the Paul. I mean, the the pre-Columbian population of the New World was something like fifty million or something like that. Uh huh. Five hundred thousand by like fifteen hundred or something. Like they just, it's just diseases wow. going through everybody. Yeah, it was like crazy. So when the so when the settler when the European settlers would go to places like like for instance like you know here mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh area, right. they find these places that seemed almost as if they were naturally set up to be settlements, and it's mm-hmm. because they were set up. They were settlements. Like there was a population that no longer was around. Hmm. So you know, but it had been like hundred and fifty years or so. So it all grown over. Right. But they would be like, wow, it almost seems like God cleared this field for us, you know? And it was because somebody did the work. <laughs> Way before you. Right. right. So, um, yeah, so it just kind of wiped everything out. Hmm. And then there were only 168 of them. It's one of the craziest stories. They basically, like, kidnapped the, their, the, Inca, the Inca, the emperor, uh-huh. and, like, held him hostage. And then they killed him, and it turned into this, you know, they, they just could never get, like enough together so okay so yeah it's just like it's a really awesome story i recommend checking it out just because it's like super improbable and you would think that an army of eighty thousand would be able to overcome an army of 200 but you know horses swords armor i mean it's it's you know there's definitely it was the beginning of uh the uh the colonization wars where you know the technology really played such a pivotal role so that uh, you know, the more technologically advanced power could really, you know, had a lot of force multipliers at their disposal. Wait, so are you saying that the army of eighty thousand didn't defeat the the army of two hundred? I mean, two thousand. They lost. I mean, there was smallpox that raged through everyone, but basically, you know, no. That sort of like did the work for them, huh? Yeah, but I mean, it was still <laughs> a lot. And then, like, um, yeah. And then they just basically like seized, mm-hmm. they seized him as a hostage, and then like mm-hmm. <laughs> they ordered, <laughs> man. So it was like crazy, crazy, crazy. And then uh, he offered him gold, and then he just like killed him. Wow. Like so, it, it's it, it, the conquest is one of those. I mean, it's a brutal story, but it's it's super interesting. Some some stories are are like that. They're okay. not super great. They're not the best elements of humanity, but they're really interesting. Right. Well, I mean, it shows you where humanity was at that point, you know. Is everything that different? I don't But the good news is that, uh, you know, uh, I guess there's not a lot of good news in that story. To be honest with <laughs> you, that's a pretty terrible story. <laughs> like, All right, well, let's much. move on then. All right, so now we can talk about uh, uh, Star Wars Character of the Week. Let's do that. Okay. Star Wars Character of the Week. Um, not a lot in the eyes, but there is IG-88. IG-88 is the uh, droid 
from The Empire Strikes Back mm-hmm. that is uh, the kind of uh, like a barber pole shaped metal droid that uh, sitting there next to Boba Fett. And he's the 88th development. He's like the 88th version of these these droids, and they get more and more deadly every like. Mm-hmm. Once it's destroyed, it's uh, it sends its uh, what it learned back, and then redesigns itself, and then sends out the next one. So he's the uh, the 88th one, and then uh, yeah, so he's on there. He's he's got a lot in the expanded universe. He's in um, the video game. He, um, oh, man, what's that called? Oh, Shadows of the Empire. Okay. And Dash Rendar kind of gets him there. Um, he's all over like the Bounty Hunter Tales, which is an ex- uh, expanded universe. Um, novel. Okay. So there's a lot of stuff about him there. And he's just like, uh, and it turns out, and this is an interesting thing in EU that is not uh, not canon anymore, and maybe not have been canon when they wrote it, but basically he gets his consciousness mm-hmm. into like the second Death Star. Okay. So he's essentially gonna, like once he's, the construction's completed, he's gonna basically you know, destroy all, like destroy all humans, right? He's gonna do it to all humans. And then the, uh, the Rebel Alliance shows up and blows him up. <laughs> he's like, you know, it's just this time he's just playing that they didn't even realize he had. So, hmm. very interesting stuff. Yeah, they said during production it was called the Flutroid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a bunch of flutes stuck together. <laughs> so That's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. That's a, it's a, not a fun, not a real fun boss fight in, uh, in uh, uh, Shadow of the Empire. That's a rough one. Right. RG-80. It's crazy. It uses a disruptor. All right, IG-88. IG-88. And then um, we can talk about ICE itself. Oh, did you want to talk about Ichabod Crane before that? We can if you want. I was just going to say ICE is pretty awesome and everyone should use it. <laughs> and, that, and that ICE is, is, you know, I mean, it's not, we're not officially sponsored by the ICE plant. Man, ICE plant you know, is it, it, it does. Unofficial, official, you know. <laughs> It's theirs to use, so and that's in its that's in its best official capacity. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ichabod Crane, right? So the um, the headless horseman. Yeah. Yeah, the headless horseman. So, uh, what's a Washington Irving story? Okay. And Legend um, of Sleepy Hollow. Legend of Sleepy Hollow, yes. And uh, most recently portrayed by Johnny Depp, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Johnny Depp played him as like a uh, detective, and uh, I don't know. Why don't you tell me about it, Grant? What do you know? I I just know the the character from the 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 show Sleepy Hollow. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's about as much as I know. I've I've heard. I mean, of course, you know, you hear Ichabod Crane and everything. You know the name, but not too much about the history and everything. Uh huh. So yeah, um, yeah, that's well, that's he's pretty like much a, what I he's know. A, he's like a school teacher, and mm-hmm. he is uh, kind of um, like a dowd, like a kind of a bachelor, an older bachelor. Okay. And then he, you know, um, well, he's like a kind of a dandy. A and dandy. Then he doesn't, you know, he uh, gets all scared and he encounters a headless horseman, and then uh, yeah, <laughs> the headless horseman like kills like a I guess. All right, Ichabod. He yep. was a um. But the, the subtext is that the is that this guy killed him, right? He was like moving in on his chick. <laughs> like, there's definitely some subtext to think that he was just murdered, uh, which is interesting. Hmm. Around 1787 was when he was um. That was when he was born. 1787. Hmm. I think that's a historical. Oh, well, hold on here. What am I looking at? 
Ichabod Crane was like a uh, Mexican war officer. Well, eighteen twelve. You're looking at you're looking at Wikipedia while we're talking. Yeah, yeah. So he was born in seventeen eighty seven. Yep. Yeah. So during the war eighteen twelve, he served in uh, the Niagara served on the Niagara frontier. Is that a newspaper? No, it wasn't. It's up in New York, man. The frontier <laughs> wasn't wasn't that far west back then. It moved real fast, like it moved super fast. So yeah, like this, like where we live is a frontier. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it moved to the west. Hmm. All right. Whew. Well, that's about it. All, All right. right. I'm pretty that's much it. tapped out on eyes. So it's that's, about that's, an that's it 45 minutes. Eyes. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 what's up. Um, so we'll be back next week with the letter J, which is for J. For what? <laughs> the letter J. Yep, it's for jumping Jack Flash. Jumping. So we'll see what um surprise we can come up with you for you guys next week. You know, I think what we got to do is we got to throw something out. We gotta get something to boot first. All right, who should we boot out? Probably the Inquisition. I think of the stuff we. That's the. I mean, the. Well, we could really. We want to kick out the Spaniard conquest of the Inca. But we can't do that because that's an S. Okay. Obviously. So I guess we'll just do the Inquisition. You know. Okay. Kick that out. Give that the boot. Give it you know. the boot. Woo! Let's go to that. Let's go to that sound effect. Boot! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Remember, rate us on iTunes. We love the ratings. We appreciate everyone doing it so much. Um, everybody who's gone on there and given us a, a five star, and everyone else who wants me to give them the business, I guess. Uh, well, we definitely appreciate it. Appreciate you listening too. Yeah, um, for sure. We, we also appreciate you following us on the um, at Nerdcyclopedia on Twitter. You know, um, listening to all our or tweeting back and forth with us and everything. So we definitely appreciate that. Absolutely. All right, well, that's about it, huh? All right. Tip it over to Crazy Man, huh? Don't forget to go to our website, www.nerdcyclopedia.com. And yeah, we are going to end it with Crazy Man. Take us out. Yay, Crazy Man.